This is Michael Ware. You're listening to The Morning Five on October 6th, 2022. Before we read scripture, I feel moved to um, share that you know, we're nearing the end of a week in which there have been some significant disappointments, challenges, things have not gone to plan for, for me. And, and, and maybe you're in a, a similar boat. Or maybe things haven't gone to plan for you in quite some time. Maybe the relationships in your life aren't what you want them to be, what you thought they were, what you hoped they'd be. One of the main messages of this, this this podcast, what we do every week here on the Morning Five, is to just say with the start of our day that we we lay it in front of Jesus. And we trust that he knows what to do with it. And we just want to follow his lead. So let's do that this morning. Let's open with a reading from scripture. We'll read from John 17. I think this is a good scripture to to read today. My prayer is not for them alone. I pray also for those who will believe in me through their message, that all of them may be one, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them and you in me, so that they may be brought to complete unity. Then the world will know that you sent me and have loved them even as you have loved me. Father, I want those who have given me to be with me where I am and to see my glory. The glory you have given me because you loved me before the creation of the world. Righteous Father, though the world does not know you, I know you. And they know that you have sent me. I have made you known to them and will continue to make you known in order that the love you have for me may be in them and that I myself may be in them. May God bless the reading of his word. This is, again, the Morning Five, uh, brought to you in partnership with That Sounds Fun Network. Let's get to today's news. First, a federal appeals court 
uh, ruled on Wednesday that DACA, the Deferred Action for Child Arrivals Program, which is a 2012 Obama administration uh, program that allowed uh, children who arrived uh, as immigrants in the country illegally, around 800,000 DACA uh, covers, uh, um, allows those people to uh, be exempted from deportation laws, uh, allows those who are brought here as children uh, to America to stay uh, in America without threat of deportation. A federal appeals court ruled that that policy was unlawful, uh, but also has said that those who currently benefit from DACA can continue doing so. And so that's the current state of play uh, on DACA. After this federal appeals court ruling, we'll see if there's further judicial action in response to this or if it, if it rests here. Second, uh, major news yesterday on related to the energy crisis as OPEC, uh, has announced it was moving to uh, actually cut oil production, which is a big blow to uh, many countries. It earned a pretty direct response from the White House and uh, the Biden administration uh, that um, express disappointment, uh, quote, uh, express the president's uh, disappointment, uh, quote, by the short-sighted decision by OPEC Plus to cut pro- production quotas while the global economy is dealing with the continued negative impact of Putin's invasion of Ukraine. That's a quote from U.S. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan and National Economic Council Director Brian Deese. Um, uh, th- this uh, this does prompt real concern that we'll see uh, a future spike, a return of uh, of rising gas prices, which is an economic problem. Of course, it's a problem for people's pocketbooks, and a month out from midterms, it's a it's a significant political uh, political problem. Finally, um, just wanted to offer a couple comments about the elections, particularly in in the Senate, uh, the the Senate elections that are now just over a month away. Um, This is a week that has seen tightening in key races, particularly Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Republicans, uh, the Republicans incumbent Ron Johnson in Wisconsin and uh, Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Uh, Instead of fading this week, it seems like they're they're, um, 
they're not only sticking in these races, but have, have made them even more competitive. I think another key thing to watch is we're seeing Republicans hanging around in states like Colorado, Washington. Um, even there was a surprising, to, to me, a surprising poll that showed Blake Masters down by only three in Arizona. And so that's something to watch, uh, that uh, if Republicans go into Election Day with more seats sort of up for grabs, considered to be contested, that obviously sort of increases the chances that uh, a bigger red wave in the Senate is, is possible. Um, again, I don't think that that's likely at this point, but keep an eye on some of these races. We've talked in the past, uh, candidate recruitment has been a problem for Republicans. Uh, this week, that has certainly proven to be the case in Georgia, given we don't have time to go into it on this show, all the challenges facing Herschel Walker's candidacy this week. But I think something that could be a bit of a surprise story is the success that they've had recruiting candidates in some of these further out races. We've talked about this before. We've talked particularly about the Oregon governor race Washington Senate, it's becoming uh, apparent to me that the um, O'Day, the Republican nominee in Colorado, also falls in that bucket. He's running a surprisingly strong campaign against Michael Bennett, uh, who's um, a more pragmatic, ideas-oriented Democratic senator from Colorado, who has something of a similar profile to a Senator Kane in Virginia. And Senator Kane is um, a, someone who, even in a competitive state presidentially, Senator Kane is, I think, uh, someone that has a has a stronghold in Virginia. Would have thought that Bennett was in a similar situation. He might be tested in November. So that's your update on the midterms, particularly on the Senate. It's been a promising week for Republicans. Not a huge... They, they've had, in Georgia, significant problems. And the good news coming in for Republican candidates is not, like, overwhelming. But um, I think they could certainly feel better about their chances of taking back the Senate at the end of this week than they did at the end of last week. All right, that's uh, your morning five for today. I, I, I felt like um, spending a bit more time uh, this, this morning. I hope, hope that's okay. It's the last episode of the week. Of course, we'll have an episode of where we are for you this weekend, but let's Let's close for today with prayer. Dear Father, always near us, may your name be treasured 
and loved. May your rule be completed in us. May your will be done here on earth in just the way it is done in heaven. Give us today the things we need today and forgive us our sins and impositions on you as we are forgiving all who in any way offend us. Please don't put us through trials, but deliver us from everything bad because you are the one in charge and you have all the power and the glory too is all yours forever, which is just the way we want it. All right, have a good week. Talk to you again uh, on the morning five uh, on Monday.